Hey everyone, welcome back to Easy Money Fantasy. We're your hosts, Slum and Romeo, and we got a great episode for you guys today. The first thing we're going to talk about is our waiver wire system. I know most leagues use that waiver priority, um, but for our league, we changed it up this season, and I guess we're going to do like a little review of how it's going. Uh, we've been using FAB, which is um, you get a budget at the start of the season, and on every waiver wire pickup, uh, you basically blind bid an amount, and then on the day of uh, the transaction processing, whoever has the highest bid gets the player. Um, yeah, I think it's been going pretty well, but what are your thoughts, Romeo? Yeah, so far I like it a lot better than um, the standard last pick gets the first priority. It's so much better with the... It makes it more fun and entertaining with the money. <laughs> it's funny. Um. When we started, we were doing low bids. Everyone kind of like testing out, not really sure like how much you would have to offer to get a player. And then <laughs> I kind of upped it to I put a 21 bid on Cantor this year. And from there, like it's gone nuts. Like every free agent now is like over $20. So it's been pretty entertaining for sure. If I'd suggest switching your league to uh, the bidding for sure. Yeah, I think it's just more fair for people, um, just overall. I feel like in the old priority system, anyone that had basically like top three, they would reserve that to like end the season, hoping someone big gets dropped. And you couldn't really ever wave a wire bid on like, uh, uh, you know, like, like the medium tier guys, right? And I think that was really restrictive for a lot of people, especially like, even like mid, even the guys with like top six, even I feel like they're really reluctant. And then kind of once you put your bid in and you become twelve, it's just you and the bottom guys always just bidding, and then you already know who's gonna get it because they're like number nine priority. You're pretty sure they're gonna grab it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so, exactly it. If you were last and you had the the first uh, priority, you were basically kind of screwed because you can't really give it up for a regular guy. You're going to have to wait and save it for a big name. And yeah, like you said, like all those guys with the lower ones, they, they're getting all the free players because they're always going to bid on it because they have nothing to lose uh, from doing that. So yeah, yeah. that system definitely balances uh, that issue. For sure. And I feel like the bottom is just always like a cesspool of the 10th or 9th waiver party, and they're always just bidding over and over on all the players and you know that you know number nine is always going to get it and then it's your turn next to get the next player and then it's your turn next you know so it's pretty crap in that way but i think bidding is just more fun like you always have to kind of guess what everyone else is going to bid or if anyone's even gonna bid and yeah some mind games to it yeah and i think yeah, um it's been pretty funny definitely yeah and, to the group chat then <laughs> yeah i think you once um, Romeo here set the standard of like $21. Everyone <laughs> just started bidding $21 plus. Um, which is which is kind of weird to me, I guess. Like I would assume that people would still bid kind of like uh, an auction draft, right? You wouldn't bid $50 on someone crappy. Yeah. It's but actually, it's gone up. Like Thaddeus Young went for uh, $29, which I thought was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really weird. Like in our league, people just started blowing all the money because you can't save it for next season. But they're not 
kind of valuating their own the player that they're getting. They're just adamant on getting them. It's, it's like it's so weird to me because because yeah. th- your money is basically your waiver priority, right? Whoever has the most amount is technically number one waiver. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is, like uh, guys like quickly went for twenty three dollars, but then they they've been dropped. Like even before the the trade, like he was already getting dropped. So yeah, the guy in our league bid twenty three dollars on him, then dropped him like a couple days later. Yeah, uh, and you know what the oh, and just keep in mind that the money is not the only thing. Um, your the, that number waiver priority is still stuck with you in case a bid is tied. Oh, you bid twenty three dollars on him. As yeah, well. so so <laughs> me and the me and the other guy bid twenty three dollars at the same time, but he I had the twelfth uh, waiver priority because I had the first pick this season. I think he had a higher one. Well, for sure he had a higher one. And he he got it, so you got, got lucky there. Yeah, he saved me twenty three dollars. Yeah. Wow. Uh, even Delon Wright going for twenty one was a bit much too, I think. But yeah, the system's pretty fun. I would definitely recommend switching over to it. Yeah, Fab systems, they're fabulous. <laughs> one big piece of news that happened on the weekend was a trade that went down. Uh, Derek Rose. Going to uh, New York for Dennis Smith Jr. in a second round pick. Uh, what are your thoughts on the trade? Um, I don't really know how to feel about it yet. I, th- I don't think it makes Derek Rose much of a pickup. Uh, it definitely kills Quickly's value. Uh, Alfred Payton's value is gone now too. Like, it pretty much just hurts. Um, a ton of people's value and doesn't really increase anybody. But yeah, I'd just wait and see at this point. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Uh, fantasy wise, Derek Rose is going to have the exact same value he had. Um, he has just more competition now with Alfred Payton and quickly. But I feel like with Tom Thibodeau, whoever does well that night is going to get all the minutes. So it's like it's like you have a crapshoot basically of one in three chance that your point guard's gonna go off if you have any of them. Um, I would personally drop quickly and Rose if you have them, and Alfred Payton is. I think I would if you already have him, I would hold him. But if you don't, he's definitely a wait and see. Yeah, that's just kind of my opinion. Those guys. How do you think about Rose being back with Tom? Like, Tom's always been trying to rebuild the Bulls. Like, I swear, he has Todd Gibson on the team. Um, he just needs to go grab Luo Dang from wherever he is right now, go get Joakim Noah, and just trade for Jimmy Butler. And that's a 10th seed waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't so know what it is, but the, he really does hold on to certain players, for sure. Yeah, Todd and Gibson this, one always confuses me. Yeah, like, he resigned him this season, not sure. He hasn't, I don't think he's even played. Like I'm not even sure why, and it's just like an assistant coach for him there. Yeah, and Derek Rose, like, like how many minutes do you think Derek Rose is even able to play? Because you know Tom Thibodeau drives his position to ground. It's gonna be like 40 minute nights, right, for some of these guys. <laughs> he can only really do like 25 at most, I think, a game before the wheels kind of fall off. I think 30 would be like his absolute max. Yeah, even then, he might have to rest a game after that. So. Yeah. Um, and what do you think of Detroit? 
Is it fantasy wise now that Derrick Rose is gone? Uh, for Detroit, um, I don't know. I don't see any like fantasy relevant pickups that you can grab. I mean, maybe Grant gets a bit of a boost, and but yeah, that's, I don't know. Uh, what about Dalon Wright? You think he's gonna do better? Because uh, now he's basically the only point guard there. Uh, yeah, Dalon Wright was already getting minutes and touches, so I don't, I don't really know if um. He gets too much of a boost from Derrick Rose leaving, um, but it's possible for sure. Like he might be a speculative out at this point, but I don't have too much faith in him. Yeah, I think Dallon Roy is definitely like someone that's at the end of your roster. He always has one good game, and it looks like he's about to break out, and then he has five really shit games where he <laughs> yeah. should be on the waiver wire. And it's weird because he'll get like thirty minutes, and he'll put up like six points. Yeah, he's like. I don't know, like I don't know what's with him. He's just so on and off, and he'll get you counting stats though. He just sometimes he just doesn't get going. Maybe. Yeah, he has been good lately, especially for steals. Yeah. Um, I th- I think another person that probably sees a little benefit is Josh Jackson. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Since I just picked him up, um, Josh Jackson, I would. Probably be picking him up if you know if you're punting field goals, uh, just because he can get you like a block and a steal. He's like a defensive guy for sure. Uh, and it kind of seems like he's coming around now, so I would definitely yeah. be picking him up in your league if he's available still in a 12 man. Yeah, I think Josh Jackson always kind of has streaks. He goes kind of, he does really well, and then all of a sudden he just falls off. Um, but he's definitely worse than Ad with Derek Rose gone. Um, but yeah, like you said, he he's good for defensive stats. Uh, he might tank your field goal one night, but I think I think he's. I don't know who would you take, Daylon or Josh Jackson? I feel like Daylon is the safer pick, but Josh Jackson has more upside. Yeah, exactly. Um, Daylon. Definitely doesn't have that much ups- the same amount of upside as Josh, but yeah, he's probably. I would probably grab Delon right if I had to choose between the two. Yeah, same. And I'm guessing Derek. Uh, sorry, Dennis Smith Jr. is not even on the radar right yet, right now. <laughs> God no. I don't know that guy's. I remember when he came into the league, I kept expecting him to break out, especially when he went to uh, New York. But it just never really panned out for him. I know he had some injury issues too, but yeah, yeah he, I don't know. He he looks really athletic and stuff, but just never translated well to the NBA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I yeah, you should probably leave him on the waiver wire. Um, <laughs> if he actually starts getting minutes, like I don't I don't even know. Like with Dwayne Casey, you just never know these minutes. He he might. I feel like he has a he has a potential to produce. The potential. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know, man. Doing Casey's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think Dwayne Casey's going to like Dennis Smith Jr., to be honest. I don't know, man. Dwayne Casey's been treating everyone like Jonas, to be honest. Like, the <laughs> mints are so weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, He's trying to build that same mentality that they, he had over in the Raptors uh, for years. Yeah. So I think our next player, 
who's coming back from injury supposedly after the coming road trip is uh, Kevin Love. Um, he's been out for quite some time now, and they're saying he's not playing during this road trip, but he should be back after that. Hmm. Yeah, um, Kevin Love. Ah, man. I just do not like him fantasy-wise at all, but it's definitely good news uh, for him coming back, and um, now that uh, the guy, someone got hurt over there. What was the big guy? Oh, Larry Nance got hurt, so It'll definitely open up more minutes for Kevin Love and touches. But, I mean, Drummond's still there, so. Yeah, I think and Kevin Allen. Love actually plays pretty well beside Drummond and Jared Allen, just because he's like a stretch four. Mm-hmm. Not really like a traditional big man, so he's okay there. But I feel like, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I never... Well, after a certain like, couple of past seasons, like Kevin Love kind of really fell off. He's good if you need threes, points, and rebounds, but that's pretty much all he gets you. Um, but I think if you're in a winning position and those are the cats you're after, you should definitely stash at this point. He's back soon anyways. But if you're still fighting for a playoff spot, he's probably not a worth an ad. I know somebody in our league held him for like the past two weeks already, and he's not doing that well, so I'm kind of confused, but... <laughs> yeah. That was a weird pickup for me. I guess the name yeah. value. Yeah, the Kevin Love... That... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the guy that picked him up has four other injuries, too, which makes no sense. Like, he needs to get rid of Love. Yeah, Kevin Love is just on name value at this point. Like, I I see him at best right now probably, like, 15 and 7 with, like, a th- like one point two threes. Yeah. And then after he does that for... Three weeks, he's going to get injured again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very injury-prone. Yeah. Um, and for Larry Nance, I think you should you should probably drop him at this point if you're not winning. Um, I don't I don't really see a case for stashing him unless you have an injury slot. But I'm sure you have like someone else you can probably put in there. Yeah, with but, Kevin Love back, there's no point. Uh, Larry Nance yeah. is just getting the minutes. And he was already turning down before this injury. Like, yeah. He, the points were down. This, like the, these steals were kind of down. So, I was gonna pick him up until uh, he got hurt again. Well, he he played that one game and then got yeah. hurt. So yeah, he came back for one game. So yeah, that's just kind of unfortunate. I, Larry Nance, I feel like they should just trade him. Yeah. Like they just they never use him. I, I don't know what the hate is with Larry Nance, but he seems like a pretty good. Player, like energy player. Yeah, um, he, he started. Sh- too. Yeah, he passes. He can shoot the three, okay-ish, and he plays defense. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland just never, like the Cavaliers, just never gave him a chance to flourish. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I never got why he doesn't get more minutes over there. Even when guys get hurt and go down, and he, sh- you'd think, oh, this guy's gonna get all the minutes now. He still doesn't. So. Yeah. Like, they, oh man, they need to ship off Love and even Drummond, I think, at this point. Like, yeah. they don't have a bad starting five if they had, like, Sexland with Nance <laughs> and, um, what's his last name? Uh, Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Yeah, that's a solid team. Not bad. That's a future right there. Exactly. But, yeah, they're weird. They're weird. It's like they don't want to win. Yeah. They just want to pay these players. 
Drummond and Love and just have yeah. them like go nowhere every year. But I actually heard an update for Drummond. They're not going to buy him out this season. If anything, he's going to get traded. So for all the people that were like waiting out for his buyout, <laughs> um, it's not going to happen. I know a lot of people want uh, him to go to the Raptors. Um... Yeah. Yeah, he could work in the under Raptors for sure, but I don't know. He can't shoot threes, which is the problem. He's like a worse JV on <laughs> offense. Yeah, basically. Well, right? I wouldn't say worse. On offense, worse. Than, yo, at least JV had like a mid-range shot. Oh, okay. On offense, yeah, you're right. On on defense, he's definitely better. Like I would yeah. take him on defense, but on offense, he can't shoot the three. Has no mid-range shot. Yeah, it'd clog like, up Siakam's space for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, it's not gonna work. I think. <laughs> um, so I guess another player that's on the rise, um, Thaddeus Young, who was waiver, who was fab picked up in our league for twenty nine dollars, like you said. Wow. Uh, how do you? What's his outlook? Do you? Uh, I don't think he's worth twenty nine dollars. That's for sure. Uh, for him. He's been doing well because there's a lot. He's getting a lot of minutes. I know Porter has been hurt, and someone else was out for a bit. Uh, Laurie Carter, Carter Jr. Wendell. Oh yeah, Carter Jr. Laurie Markkinen. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's just benefiting from uh, all the extra usage with all the other uh, guys hurt. It's basically him and Levine. That is Young's always been a steal guy, so you can always count on him for steals. Um, so yeah, if you, I'd probably pick him up for now. His assists, his assists have like sky. It's like all of a sudden this year he decided to learn how to pass the ball too. It's very interesting, but yeah, Thaddeus Young has been doing super well lately. I think he's definitely worth a pickup. Um, like you said, not twenty nine dollars worth. Um. Very solid points and steals guys, it looks like right now, and the assists have gone up. He's a bit the of a only... free throw guy. Yeah, he's playing free throw for sure. The only thing that I guess is holding him back is he's probably going to get traded before the trade deadline to a contender. Yeah. I think once he gets traded, his value is probably going to just plummet. Yeah, most so. likely. He'll probably be a bench guy wherever he goes. Yeah, but I think he's like a ride to the wheels fall off type of player for right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely getting all the minutes with um, you know, Otto Porter out, um, Wendell Carter and uh Laurie Markinen. Yeah, their whole yeah. front court is in shambles right now. Yeah, so I think his he's good for like you said, steals and points. Um and the Pretty assists bad. are surprisingly up. Yeah, yeah, rebounds are actually pretty solid too. Yeah, he almost he's... got a triple double the other night. That's two, just two points shy. And <laughs> yeah, one assist and one rebound shy the game before that, and then two rebound. Wow, he's yeah, he's almost been averaging so close to a triple double. <laughs> yeah, three games in a row. That's wild. Yeah, I, I, he's definitely worth a pickup though for sure with the way he's playing. He can pretty much help yeah. you in every category except free throws. Yeah, and I think another notable mention for Chicago is Patrick Williams. Um, he's been getting all the minutes he can handle. 
Um, yeah, I think for him as a rookie, though, like his points are kind of inconsistent. Um, but his defensive stats are, they're, I would say, solid-ish. And any night he can get you at least a steal or a block. But other than that, like, doesn't really get you anything else. Yeah. A couple of rebounds, and that's it. Yeah, I don't really trust him too much. I know he's owned in our league already. Um, he might. Yeah. He, like, I, I, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't really invest too much. Maybe a speculative ad if you if you want to like try him out for sure. But I don't know when those guys yeah. come back. I don't know. I, I know Carter's out for a few more weeks now, but I think Markkinen's coming around the corner. No, he's out for two to four. Weeks. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. So yeah, he's got a. Bit of, I guess he got a two to four week window of decent play right now. Yeah, upside. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the last bowl. What about Otto Porter? What are you doing with him? Uh, if you don't have an IR spot, that's uh, a drop for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't see him coming back and doing anything too noteworthy. Um, yeah. If you got the IR spot, then there's no harm in holding him. But yeah, I think even when healthy, he was solid. I would say like tenth, eleventh rounder when when he was healthy. Uh, but he's yeah. kind of been falling off lately. Like he's he's only good for threes and points, some boards and uh, deals. Yeah, he's back to he's kind of back to his old Auto Porter days on Washington. Kind of like that. Um, not hurt you anywhere, but also almost give you like almost a block and uh, a bit more than a steal. You know, chip in twelve to thirteen points and a couple threes. But yeah, he's nothing too uh, special. And I know Chicago; they don't really like playing him that many minutes. Uh, usually, doesn't get more than like twenty-five minutes a game. So. Yeah, I wonder if that's because of. Well, I'm guessing it's probably because the rotation is really full. Like they have a lot of forwards, because mm-hmm. um, you know they have like Denzel and all these other guys are still there. Um, yeah, but it's just lower back spasms. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. He's just always injury prone. Yeah, and they're super cautious with him. Like I, uh, even last year, there any little nick or nagging thing that he had, he'd miss. I don't know, like four games at least. So. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a drop. I agree with you. Um, so our next also injured player, DeAndre Hunter, who has been a big surprise this season. Um, I think he did really well. Well, he is doing really well, actually. He's averaging 17 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 0.9 steals. Mm-hmm. Um, he's shooting 50% from the field, hitting 1.73s. I think he's honestly the one of the bigger surprises this season. I think someone picked him up from the waiver wire, and he's like a top fifty player right now. Yeah, um, he's definitely a huge shock for me, <laughs> seeing how well he was doing, uh, mm-hmm. especially how full Atlanta's roster has been, like how deep they are. I did not expect him to carve out the role that he had, and especially the amount of point, like dropping that many points every game, it's insane. Yeah, he yeah. definitely took a huge leap from last season. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Oh, man. Like, I honestly would have thought Bogdan would have did better than him. I thought Cam Reddish would end up doing better than him. But 
looks like Atlanta's really focused on him, Trey Young, and I'm going to assume Clint Capella because they signed him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, DeAndre Hunter, he's been great this season, but with the injury, I think he's he got like some meniscus surgery uh, on Monday. Yeah. Knee surgery is so, never a good thing. So he's going to be reevaluated in a week and out, the, out indefinitely. So is he someone worth holding on to? Um, yeah, I'd hold him for a week if if you got the... If you don't have the IR spot, I'd, I don't know if I'd hold him. It depends on where you are on the standing. If you um, are doing well, then you can afford to hold him. But if you're at the bottom, yeah, you have to drop him right away. And get some yeah, I think even if I was at the bottom, he's kind of like a tough drop for me. I would, I would wait out the week and kind of see if there's like a concrete timetable before dropping him. It's just, man, as I know, if I drop him, somebody's 100% going to grab him and stash him. Yeah, most likely. Right. So I, I would wait for a concrete timetable until then. Um, just hope that it's not major. Um, and to be honest, I don't think there's even a clear winner of this injury. Like, there's nobody on the Hawks that I would pick up at this time. Like, Cam Reddish has been straight trash this whole season. <laughs> yeah. Um, Herder is like on and off. He's yeah. okay. He's okay. I would take Herder over Cam. Um, but Herder will just keep doing Herder things, right? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get better. Yeah, I don't know what's with him. He he's so hot and cold this season. I guess he's always kind of been that way though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think Herder, her, probably the biggest beneficiary. Like, he'd be the guy I pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the last few games hasn't been too bad. Pretty solid numbers, actually. He's been playing, like, 30-plus minutes a night. So he's clearly taking the uh, all the minutes yeah. from the absence. Um, I guess another player that we can talk about. Uh, Someone that's been struggling, and probably lots of people have them on their minds to see what to do. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, yeah, Kelly Oubre Jr. And I have him on a few of my rosters. A few? Uh, <laughs> okay, all my rosters. <laughs> I have a lot of stock invested in Kelly Oubre this year. <laughs> uh, he kind of exploded the other night with 40 points, um, but then he came back down to like his regular. 14 points, no defensive stats, so I'm not really too concerned about him. Um, I'm not going to be dropping him anytime soon. But, yeah, hopefully he can find some kind of consistency where he's uh, closer to his average and keep the defensive stats up. Like, Really, when you drafted Uber, you were just hoping that he would uh, chip in a a couple threes and get those defensive stats for you. So, if you can do that, um, no problem with them. But I would not be dropping them anytime soon. Yeah, I think Kelly Oubre, you drafted him probably expecting a lot more based on how I hyped him up in our free rankings. <laughs> like, I I saw the fit being so well on Golden State, but it looks like Andrew Wiggins is actually doing a lot better. Um, Kelly Oubre is just He's like all energy right now. Like I don't know if it's a mental thing that he can't shoot well, or if it's he's just trying too hard to be like Westbrook. Um, 
But yeah, it's he, like you said, he does what you kind of expected him to, except for that horrendous field goal percentage, um, which is probably dragging a lot of people down. Um, I see some single-digit gains, but yeah, he exploded one time for 40. Um, yeah, I'd be pretty concerned right now, to be honest. With the, I wouldn't drop him, for sure, because he's he'll still get you counting stats. He'll still get you rebounds, steals, blocks, all like the effort cats. Um, but his free throws are not great, and his field goal percentage is terrible. Yeah, the field goal um, percentage is painful right now. Yeah, it just... I think he went one for twelve or something, one of the games. But yeah, and I don't know. Like, I don't think he's gonna turn it around the way he's playing. Yeah, he's gotten all the opportunity. Um, like, hard. I think you just need to trade him at this point. Try and wait for like a string of two, three good games, and to sell him to somebody that likes him, <laughs> aka me. <laughs> yeah. That, that might be uh, the way. I don't really mind the bad shooting because I'm already punting for field goal percentage. So he doesn't hurt me as much. As he's probably hurting a lot of other teams. But, yeah, like I don't mind what he's doing. I'm okay with it. Okay. As long as you're okay. Yeah. The defensive stats are nice. You know, I, hopefully his shooting does come around a bit more. But, yeah, I'm not too disappointed. Do you think a change of scenery would be good for him? Depends where he goes. Uh, I, like you said, I, I kind of like the fit, but I guess Andrew Wiggins is taking up a lot of his usage. Uh, the shooting, I don't know. Maybe he just was never that good of a shooter to begin with. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just not really translating. Like, last season he was, like, top 50, for sure. Like, really balling out the whole season. With uh, the Suns, but I think they gave him a lot of usage. Um, maybe they were like no pressure team. They weren't like really a playoff team yet, and now it's kind of like you know you're on Golden State. You have to make the playoffs, and he's just yeah, that might be it actually. What it's just the pressure. He's just yeah. not looking good, and all the trade rumors, and he knows Clay's gonna come back soon, and he might get traded before Clay goes back. <laughs> yeah, he's. I don't know. Lots of mental factors. Clear. For sure. Yeah, lots of mental factors there. Um, yeah, I think for him, you need to just hold on to him if you can, and wait for a couple of good games and sell if you know you can't handle the crappy field goal percentage. Hmm. Um, uh, what do you think of Devin Booker? D book. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, with he's right he's. I would depends if he fits your team. Uh, he's not gonna return first round value at this point. I don't see it happening at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where most people drafted him, like, first or second round, right? Yeah, right at the turn. Um, he's actually ranked 117 in uh, nine cat, But it's probably because he missed a bunch of games, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just doesn't give you anything but scoring. Scoring in threes. And not even that many threes. Only two. So he's not even elite there. Uh, the assists are kind of, like, average-ish. Like four point one, the steals are up to one point one, but I don't know. He just looks like points and threes and pretty much nothing elite, you know. Um, yeah, he's not gonna return that first round value. Probably not even second round, to be honest. Not he's, looking like second round this year. 
Yeah, he's Chris Paul affected him badly for some reason compared to uh, Shy. Like when Chris Paul played for OKC last season, Shy actually went up in stock, and freaking Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton both went down in stock this season. So it, it maybe have to do with like the system they're running too. Like maybe they're sharing the ball a lot more, and everyone else is getting involved. Yeah. Versus when he had high usage, but yeah, man, that's like a lot better team when uh with Chris Paul there. But yeah, fantasy wise, it's not looking too good for Devin Parker. Um, I think drafting him, you, a lot of his value is gonna come from his assists, which have gone down significantly since Chris Paul's there, and he's more of the facilitator now on that team. So yeah, yeah I'd be pretty worried if you had Booker, maybe try and move him. For some value, but you're probably still looking at like fourth round value at this point, I think, from him. Yeah, fourth round is where I would put him with a bit of upside. Yeah, if Chris Paul ever gets injured, his upside he might explode back into a first rounder. Mm hmm. <laughs> so you're praying on you got to pray on Chris Paul's downfall at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's I think it's because of the new system that they have, it's more team friendly and I feel like his usage rate definitely got cut in like half probably since Chris Paul arrived. Um they are winning games, which is you know, obviously the NBA's goals, but fantasy wise I, I kinda didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect him to drop off so much. Yeah, I knew he'd be affected somewhat, but yeah, I did not expect him to be come uh all the way down this way, uh fantasy wise. I thought he'd be more efficient too, uh with Chris Paul there. Yeah, those are my exact thoughts, but I don't know, it's weird. Like, Shy was so much better with Chris Paul, and Devin Booker just isn't. I guess he's just like a true shooting guard. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And I think Shy was probably more open to learning from Chris Paul, where Devin Booker's been in the league for a bit, so he's kind of he knows uh, his roles and probably wouldn't be as open to just following whatever Chris Paul does. So Yeah. I think OKC had like a different mindset. I think Chris Paul was there just to strictly mentor guys and get them to the next level. Whereas on the Suns, they're trying to make the playoffs. They're not in like a rebuild phase. They're kind of, you know, first yeah. year into the playoffs. And you're not here to teach, make them better. You're here to get us a W. So Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to trade him. That's all I got to say. If you hold Devin Booker, you don't need him. You need to find a trade ASAP. Yeah, I would be probably pretty worried and trying to move him for something. Another player who's kind of fallen off lately is Chris Boucher. Uh, he had a stretch where he was kind of like a top 20, 25 player. And now, as of recently, his numbers really dwindled. Um, I know last game, he last two games were solid from him. But if you're looking at like in between, uh, his minutes are down and he's just... He's not playing well. Like, what, what's happening here in Toronto? Why, why, you know, Alex Len was gone. People were happy that there was no competition for center minutes. And now, what happened to Chris Boucher? Oh, man, I thought he was going to be a, the pick of the year. He was looking like a top two round, top three round guy until until recently he hit a bit of a, a slump. Um, I don't know if it's just the teams they're playing. They couldn't really use him or teams just know how to bully him better. But, yeah, his minutes have come right down. He got 13 minutes, 14 minutes, 18 minutes. Uh, 
and usually he can get some work done. Like he'll get you those blocks if he's even if with limited minutes. But what he was doing earlier when he was getting the twenty nine like thirty minute games, he kind of explodes. So I don't know. I'd be a little concerned, but the last two games have definitely been encouraging for him. Um, and hopefully they just keep using him. But uh, yeah, I think it's just it. He's gonna be matchup based. Because I know against Orlando, they didn't really use him that much. I guess Bucevic was too much for him to handle. Yeah, he's definitely matchup-based, I feel. And if you're an owner, like you're going to have to expect these up and downs with him. And he's still worth a hold for sure. Um, definitely not droppable. But yeah, he's definitely matchup-based. Like If you're looking at the matchups that he's playing against, like when he plays Miami with Bam there, he got low minutes. Uh, on Indiana with Sabonis, there you got not a lot of minutes. Milwaukee, they had Giannis. <laughs> um, basically, every time he goes up against a big team, a big big, um, he doesn't get the minutes. Yeah. Until exactly. until he hits like a team that doesn't have strong bigs like Brooklyn, right? They they have no big bigs there and they can't rebound, so he's in. Uh, Atlanta was a little bit surprised with Clint, but I think Clint was in foul trouble or something. Mm-hmm. But he did explode that game. Um, but yeah, very matchup dependent. I think his his value is this. You know, he's his field goals are good, his free throws are good. He hits threes, no turnovers, pretty much, and uh, points, rebounds, and uh, blocks are there. So like that, that definitely carries his value. Yeah, yeah, you just got to be, <laughs> go game to game for sure. Um, I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be too worried about him, other than. Just expecting those ups and downs. Yep. But man, he was looking like the the pick of the draft earlier. When he was getting <laughs> all that time, all those minutes, and especially when they traded Len. Yeah, I think uh, most of, like I think most of these probably had him as a waiver wire pickup too. So that's why he was like the pick of the, for most people. Yeah, exactly. Getting all that value, but he's coming back to earth and. Still great value, don't get me wrong. It's just not that, like, lately hasn't been, you know, what people have seen, so. Yeah, the defensive stats are still there, at least. Yeah, the blocks, still, like, two blocks a game, which is amazing. That's going to be it for this episode. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, and Spotify at Easy Money Fantasy. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, 